Hello and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things self-love, spirituality, and personal growth. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm a three-time author, content creator, avid traveler, entrepreneur, and matcha enthusiast. You are at the right place if you're ready to rediscover the love within, align with your purpose, and unleash your highest potential. It's time to claim your power. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Claim Your Power podcast. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics ever to talk about, to learn about, to expand on. It's the subconscious mind and the science behind manifestation. So this episode, we're basically going to dive deep into how the subconscious mind works and how you can use your mind and your brain to create positive transformation in your life through your belief systems and through the way that you think your thoughts and that you apply your beliefs into your life. And so obviously I've had a lot of episodes talking about manifestation, but like the more spiritual side to manifestation and the more like juju side that a lot of people like for me, that's all I need. I'm very intuitive. Like I'm not always like someone that needs having everything proved to them. Like I'm someone who's always been driven by faith and trust, but I know that a lot of you guys like to know the science and the logic behind things. Um, maybe you're a more logical person and that actually helps you understand manifestation better. If you understand the science behind your subconscious mind, that'll actually help you become a better manifester. So today we're talking about the science behind manifestations and the subconscious mind. Because the truth is manifestation, there's all types of sectors for it. I mean, there's the spiritual side, which is like trusting and believing and having faith in a God or a universe or a divine source. But there's also the logical, more science-based part to manifestation, which is, you know, altering your belief system, creating new neurons and neuropathways in your brain that will help you expand beyond your past and behind your limiting beliefs. And so today we're going to be diving into that sector of manifestation because I think it's equal equally as important and equally as captivating and interesting. And so the first thing, like I read a lot of books about the subconscious mind. One of my favorite, like basically if you want to learn about the subconscious mind that I'm thinking about it, the best recommendations I have for you is reading basically any Joe Dispenza books because he always dives into it. He is like, he's basically the king of like the mastering manifestation behind the science of it. So it's very interesting. So if you want to learn more about that, definitely read any of like the Dr. Joe Dispenza books. One of my favorites is Becoming Supernatural. I really recommend that book. So the first thing that I really want to dive in, like the biggest key point that I think one needs to realize about the subconscious mind in order to understand the basis of manifestation is that your brain cannot tell the difference between dream state and reality. So that means that when you are dreaming at night, your brain and your body actually thinks that that's reality. And that means that when you tell yourselves I statements, when you tell yourself or when you tell other people statements about them, like when you impute judgment on other people, when you tell somebody else they're ugly, they're not worthy, they're not deserving, they're not successful, like your brain cannot tell the difference of who you're talking to because it is assuming that that is reality and that you are talking to your brain. And so this is why the biggest thing that I want to really emphasize in today's episodes is that your words hold a lot, a lot of power. And this is a lesson that I had to learn over the years in my life. And even like a lesson that was reassessed to me and resharpened to me recently in my life, how much our words hold power and how much the things we say to ourselves and others impact our own realities in our own life. When you get into the magic of manifestation and the science behind manifestation, you begin to realize that the words that you use is 
a big, big responsibility. And for somebody who is not conscious, who isn't on like a spiritual or self-discovery path, it doesn't really impact them how they speak to others and how they talk to themselves because they're already in a lower vibration. But if you're someone who works on themselves, who is intuitive, who is on a spiritual path or spiritual growth journey, realize that the people you surround yourself with, the words that you speak to yourself, the things that you invest your energy in, that can have more of an impact on you because you're more tuned in to a higher consciousness. And so with knowledge comes responsibility. And I say that in like the best way possible because your words are like a wand. Your words are so powerful and if you use them in a positive way and in a positive impact on your life, you have no idea how fast and how swiftly and how much you can change your life in such a short span of time. Because when you take back your power from the words that you use, you take back your power from your life because you're no longer a victim. You realize that the words that you say out to others and how you speak about yourself actually reflects and mirrors to you how you feel about yourself in the external reality. One of the most famous sayings that a lot of people that talk about manifestation say is thoughts create reality and I want to emphasize by saying like not every single negative thought that you think once will create a reality for yourself but if your brain is in a constant loop and it's going down like the same thoughts are going down the same neural pathway and you're keeping thinking about these negative thoughts about yourself or about others and you keep telling yourself the same story in your head that's going to create that reality for you because there's something called the confirmation bias in psychology which means that your brain will look for external confirmation in your reality to confirm your internal belief systems. So if you have this loop of negative belief systems about yourself and about your life in your head, then your brain will just constantly look for people and for experiences that will validate that. Like your subconscious mind just always wants to confirm what you believe about yourself. And so what you believe and what you think about yourself is so, so important. But not every single negative thought can like change your entire life and can manifest terrible things into your life. But Because, you know, we're human. Like, we're all going to think negative thoughts every now and then. Like, I still have negative thoughts. I still have self-deprecating moments. But it's about how you respond to those moments and how you realize that when you think those thoughts, you ask yourself, you start to ask yourself, is it true? Is this thought true? Or is this an old belief system? Is this an old limiting belief that somebody else told me about my life, a wounded inner child? Like when you start asking yourself, are my thoughts actually true? Then you'll actually start having a bigger, higher sense of awareness to what you're thinking and how much power it has over you. Your thoughts really do create reality. And let me give you like an example of this. Every single thing in this world started with a thought. Somebody's business initially started with a thought. The bed that you're sleeping on started with somebody's thought. Oh my god, maybe I should sleep on a bed. Maybe I should create something so that my body will be more comfortable. That was an invention that started with somebody else's thoughts. And realize that all those like big inventions that you see, like all the crazy things that you're like, how can a human come up with that? It's because those people were so connected to a higher sense of consciousness and so connected to their soul and their intuition that these ideas just came flowing into them. These thoughts became their reality very quickly because they would get like these intuitive downloads from their soul about what their purpose is, what they need to fulfill, and they would go for it. And so realize that your thoughts have so much power, like you have no idea. And the words that you correspond with those thoughts even have more immense power. And so the first thing that you need to realize when you want to become a strong manifester, when you want to become a strong, powerful person in life, is you have to take responsibility for your experience, for your thoughts, and for the words that you use every single day. I've been listening to the audiobook of The Game of Life and How to Play It, 
And in one of the chapters, the author was talking about how she knew this woman who was married, but she was always telling herself how, you know, marriage is not that important to her. Her career is more important. Like she, I think she was doing like long distance with her husband at the time. And so she would really only think about her husband when she wanted to, like when she was seeing her husband and when she wasn't seeing her husband, like marriage wasn't a top priority for her. She just wasn't invested in the marriage. And so she just kept telling herself these beliefs, this woman about how, you know, marriage is just not that important to her and it's not her priority in life and she has other priorities and da da da. And then one night, her husband came home to her, told her that he's in love with another woman and that he's leaving her. And the woman was distraught and she was frustrated and she was confused because she didn't understand how her husband could do this to her. But in the book, the author was talking about how she told this woman listen, you've been telling your subconscious mind on and on and on and on how you don't care to be married, how it's not important for you, how it's not your priority. And so your subconscious mind just got you out of that marriage. It's what you truly wanted. And she had that, the woman then had that realization and she realized, yeah, she really didn't want to be married and this was a favor to her. And, you know, she was set free and she could expand on other things in her life. But at the time, she didn't understand how she was in this healthy marriage one day and suddenly, boom, he's in love with another woman. So this goes to show that your words are your wand and how powerful your subconscious mind is because your subconscious mind all it does is it wants to protect you and it's infinite wisdom and infinite knowledge and intelligence the subconscious mind controls 95% of our lives 95%. That means that your conscious mind only operates for 5% of your life. That means that most of your life and most of the way that you operate in your reality is from your subconscious mind. And something that you have to realize about the subconscious mind is unlike the conscious mind, it's not logical. The subconscious mind, it's feeling based. So your subconscious mind is made up of your beliefs, of your habits, of your emotions, of your long-term memory, of your intuition. And that is why when you learn to master your subconscious mind and you learn what your subconscious beliefs are from your past, from your childhood. What are your limiting beliefs? What are the habits that are holding you back? And you bring them to awareness from your subconscious mind through meditation and EFT tapping and visualizations and therapy or whatever it may be. You'll realize that how fast your life can change because when your subconscious mind shifts, your whole life shifts. Basically, the subconscious mind is running the show. And in quantum physics, there's something known as the vortex, which is basically this, I don't even know how to explain it in like normal terms, but it's just this vast, infinite amount of possibilities. And it's this idea that in the vortex, all possibilities exist. In the vortex, you're in your dream relationship, you're living in your dream house, in your dream job, like you're making your dream amount of money, you're traveling to your dream places, like in the vortex, all possibilities exist. But when we are operating from our old belief systems in our subconscious mind, we're not even open to manifesting those new possibilities for ourselves because we are on autopilot. Our subconscious mind is on autopilot and it controls all the vital processes and functions of your mind and your body. So in order to change your external conditions, you must first change the cause and the cause being your thoughts and your perceptions of life. So therefore, the subconscious mind, it is impacted by where you invest your time and energy and what you consume in your life. That's why there's things like subliminal messaging and subliminal marketing and things like that, that you know, high corporations are making money out of your subconscious mind because they're inputting these beliefs unconsciously into you without your awareness and then you're just like developing this pattern and this 
entrepreneur pathway where suddenly you want to buy their products or you want to invest your money into those places because it's been programmed into you unconsciously without even your knowledge and that goes into like this whole ethical thing but what's crazy to me is like everything that you consume can impact your subconscious mind so the news that you watch the tv shows on netflix the music that you listen to your friends for instance something that i did in my life that really really helped me in the past was I used to have this one friend that would always say self-deprecating comments around me. And at first, you know, I was confident. I felt good about myself. I had done the inner work a lot of the time. So I didn't feel like it was impacting me. I was like, okay, this is her life. This is her story. I'm just going to be there for her as a friend. But at some point, it was just getting too much that I realized... I was finding myself having these self-deprecating thoughts suddenly and I was like, where is this coming from? And it took me time to reassess that I was spending all this time and all this energy on this friend who wasn't bringing any sort of growth or passion or positivity into my life. She was taking things away from me because she was always saying self-deprecating comments about herself and she was like saying jokes like, oh, I'm gonna kill myself and things like that. And I didn't realize like, you know, she was using humor as a coping mechanism and to her I send my love and I send healing and amazing thoughts only but I realized that that was getting really toxic because my mind doesn't know the difference so when she's saying all these self-deprecating comments and these negative things I'm picking up on that and that's affecting me so you really are the people that you surround yourself with show me your inner circle and I'll tell you who you are I'll tell you the type of person that you're going to become. And that was a hard lesson that I had to learn in life while I was, you know, growing and evolving when I was in high school, especially. Um, but like, it's just, it's amazing how much your friends and how much the people that you spend your time with and the music that you listen to and the news that you consume all the time can impact your subconscious mind. And so I'm not saying like never be around people who are negative. Like people are always going to have something negative to say, especially if you're human, like it's life. It's like we all have those moments. We all have those moments where we need to criticize or rant and those moments where we want to listen to those, you know, low vibrational rap music because it sounds good and it's fun and sometimes we're consumed and watching the news and understanding the chaos of this world but really working on becoming a mindful conscious consumer and asking yourself is this the type of things that I want to consume and if it isn't don't consume it consume positive things consume audiobooks consume positive music consume positive news read about good things on Pinterest spend time with people who make you light up who talk positive who bring out the best in you like really work on yourself so instead of like deprecating yourself of what you shouldn't consume try to bring of what more positive things you want to have in your life and mindfully put your energy more into those places so when we criticize for instance other people and when we find judgment and faults in other people realize that your mind thinks that it is you that you are speaking about that's your what your subconscious mind thinks and that's why people always say people are just a projection of you your beliefs and the way people react to you are a projection in a mirror of yourself and so realize that when you judge another person when you criticize another person you're just criticizing yourself. It's the law of divine oneness. It's one of the 12 spiritual laws in the universe, which basically says that we are all connected. And so when we find fault in other people, we're also finding fault in ourselves. And that's not to say that anyone's perfect because I've definitely, you know, have my fair share of criticizing people and finding fault in other people because I'm human and I'm not perfect. But realize like when I have those moments, when I'm criticizing another person, like even the other day I was finding myself randomly judging a 
stranger. And it hit me and I was like, Kim, what are you doing? Like, this is not your higher self. This is not you. And when you are finding faults in a stranger and you're getting triggered by a stranger, you're also triggering yourself and you're finding faults within yourself. And like, I snapped myself out of that moment. And then I took a moment to really send that stranger and myself love in that moment because I realized I don't want to carry that type of energy into my life because what goes around comes around and I want good things to come back into my life and that's that really applies to everything like when you're spending your time gossiping about random people or tearing other people down and just like over analyzing and getting jealous and comparing yourself that energy is going to come back to you so ask yourself do you really want that type of energy in your life to linger or do you want to choose peace over chaos so you probably are thinking how can I begin to reprogram my subconscious mind and while there are infinite ways like meditation EFT tapping NLP doing certain types of therapies there are so many ways I want to talk to you guys about some of the things that I do on a daily basis that really help me reprogram my subconscious mind in a way that doesn't feel so daunting. Because, you know, when you realize that you have all these limiting beliefs and all these past patterns, it can get overwhelming and you start to think, oh, how am I gonna take this up? How am I gonna change this? How is this gonna shift in my life? So this is something that I do, like these little things daily that have helped transform my subconscious mind over time that it didn't feel so daunting or, or so overwhelming. So something that you have to realize about the subconscious mind, it's that it's feeling based. It's about your emotions and your intuition. It's not logical. And so something that I do every night before I drift to sleep is I imagine and I feel the emotion of how I want to feel in my life. And I feel what it would feel like to live my dream life, to have peace in my life, to have love in my life, to have joy, fulfillment. And I really tap into the emotion because emotions are energy in motion. And a lot of the time we think we want this desire. We think we want that relationship. We think we want that amount of money or that job. But what we don't realize is that we actually want the feeling that that thing or that person will give us. And so if you start training your mind and reprogramming your mind to feel the feeling before the actual tangible thing exists, then there is no other choice but to have that reality line up for yourself because that emotion already matches that. And so when you drift off to sleep and when you wake up, that's when your brain is in theta wave states. And theta wave states is associated with rapid programming and it's basically a hypnosis state. So right when you wake up and right before you go to sleep, that's when your brain enters theta and that means that your brain is most impressionable. That means that you can change your mind a lot faster and your beliefs can be altered a lot quicker during that time versus when you're in alpha or beta waves. So theta waves, like it doesn't just have to be like when you're going to sleep or when you're waking up. You can also reach theta waves through meditations or I love to listen to like theta waves when I'm studying from university exams and things like that because it really helps me focus and tap into an intuitive infinite wisdom that my brain has. But realize that when you use your theta wave states, you can actually alter things a lot faster. And that's why things like affirmations work really well. Because affirmations, when you listen to them in the morning and before you go to sleep, it's because your brain starts drifting off into that theta wave states with those belief systems, with those mantras, and it starts building a new neural pathway. So the biggest way that you can alter something in your life is that you replace it with something else. And so when you want to try and get a bad habit out of the way, you start having 
starting to implement a good habit. And when you try to get a negative thought, you start implementing a positive thought. And so repetition is really, really powerful for reprogramming your subconscious minds because when your brain is made up of a bunch of neurons and when these neurons fire together and wire together, they are creating more consistent behavior and thoughts that become on autopilot. And so the reason that you're thinking the same thoughts every single day and you're recycling the same habits and patterns and thoughts, it's because your brain is on autopilot. So in order to shift a negative thought or shift a negative limiting belief or a negative habit in your life, you have to break that specific neural pathway and create a new one in your brain. And so that is why when you're trying to break a habit like smoking, for instance, or being on your phone all the time, or just thinking negative thoughts when you're in front of the mirror every single day, it can feel really hard and it can feel like an addiction at first because your brain is on autopilot and it's so used to living life that way and realize that when you choose a new path for yourself when you realize that you want to change a certain behavior a certain habit or a certain thought pattern in your life it's going to feel really uncomfortable at first because your brain's not used to it but that doesn't mean that you're not shifting and so when you shift the way that you do it is by choosing a new path for yourself, choosing literally a new neural pathway, but just like choosing to respond differently, choosing to take a different action to break the neural pathway. And that's also why I love to do EFT tapping because using EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, you can break the neural pathways and you can replace them with new mantras, positive ones that alter your brain. So something that I think is really interesting is that for a long time in the past, scientists actually thought that the brain structure was hardwired. So that means that if you have trauma or brain damage, you can rarely make full recoveries and that you can rarely really change your belief system. But this was a wildly held belief that the brain was a machine and that machines are capable of many things, but they do not change and grow. But guess what? What a lot of research has taught us recently is that the brain is actually plastic. It is able to change based on your experiences. So your mind has neural pathways which connect relatively distant areas of your brain and your nervous system. So each neural pathway is associated with a particular thought or behavior or action. And every time we think or feel or do something, we strengthen that specific pathway. And so habits are well-traveled pathways because our brain finds these things easy to do and that's why our brain is on autopilot. But what you have to realize about your mind is that it also has neuroplasticity, which means that when we use repetition, we can actually strengthen new neural pathways for ourselves. So if you want to change a habit in your life, you must change your thought first and you must carve out a new pathway for it and then you repeat it and you practice it so that you can strengthen these thoughts and these neural pathways and that's why things like affirmations are so powerful because you are creating a new neural pathway in your brain and then the old pathway gets used less and weakens and so the new neural pathway replaces the old pathway and that's how you can change bad habits addictions negative thoughts negative patterns and it is so so interesting to me how amazing your brain is because your brain has neuroplasticity, which means that it doesn't have to be the same all the time. It means that if you endured trauma in your life, if you had all these negative thoughts, all these self-deprecating beliefs, all these negative limiting beliefs about yourself, it does not mean that you have to live the rest of your life like that. You can change it because when we direct our attention through repetition and work on our brain and inner work towards a desired change, we actually have the ability to rewire our brain towards joy and abundance and love and success. And that is crazy to me to actually understand the science behind manifestation and understand that when we think so 
certain thoughts. And when we rewire our brain, we can actually change our external reality. So the way that you rewire the brain is really by setting new goals and practicing a new healthier pursuit of what you want in your life. So you set the goal, you recognize the triggers that you have in your brain or the old limiting beliefs or the old thoughts, and you make a conscious decision that you want to change it. You make the decision within yourself, I'm ready to alter this behavior, I'm ready to alter this belief, I'm ready to alter this thought pattern, and you start a healthier pursuit. And that through repetition and a conscious choice creates a new neural pathway in your brain that is strengthened and then a new healthier habit or healthier belief or healthier thought is formed in your mind. Woo! That was a deep dive, but I was very passionate about all these things. And as you guys can tell, I love learning all about the science of rewiring your brain and the subconscious mind. It is so, so fascinating. And so I want to leave you guys with this one quote that you can think about. And it is, you must learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. Beautiful souls, thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. As always, I will talk to you next week. Bye.